Hello and welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, Uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Hello and welcome and thank you for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I am so grateful that you've been tuning in and that you've subscribed and are listening to this podcast. Please leave a comment on my social media so that I can see where you are listening from. You can reach me on my social media at facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C. And on my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C. I look forward to hearing from you. The way that you can subscribe to this podcast is by going to the podcast platform that you particularly listen to your podcasts at, whether that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Search for my name, James Chambers, and there you will see the new Christian podcast. Click that subscribe button and you will receive weekly updates on this podcast. So, Today's podcast, we're going to be continuing our series as we look at the doctrines of the Christian faith. There are many doctrines of the Christian faith. and We've looked at God, we've looked at Christ, the Holy Spirit, people, and like human beings, salvation. And now this week, we're going to look at the church. And then next week, our final episode on, this, on the doctrine list will be eschatology or end times. If there is any uh, other doctrines that you would like to uh, listen to or that you would like to know more about, please contact me on my social media, and I'd love to do a series on a topic that you are interested in. But like I said, let's first define what Christian doctrine is. It comes from the English word doctrine comes from the Latin word doctrina. And it can be defined really as teaching or instruction. So Christian doctrine simply means beliefs of Christians. So what is the church? Quote unquote the church, right? Uh, The Catholic or small c, that is universal, right? Church may be called invisible with respect to the internal work of the spirit in the truth of grace. It consists of the full number of elect who have been or are or are or will be gathered into one under Christ's head. The church is the spouse, the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. We see this in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23, Colossians chapter 1, verse 18, and Ephesians chapter 1, verses 10, verses 22, and verse 23. All people throughout the world who profess the faith of the gospel and obedience to God through Christ in keeping with, with the gospel are and may be called the visible saints. As long as they do not destroy their own profession by any foundational errors or unholy living. All local congregations ought to be made up of these people. The Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the church, 
by the Father's appointment. All authority is conferred to him in the supreme and sovereign manner to call, institute, order, and govern the church. The Pope of Rome, Roman Catholicism, cannot in any sense be the head of the church. I want you to draw your attention to Colossians chapter 1, verse 18, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 2 through 9, specifically. Many people today understand the church as a building, right? This is not the biblical understanding of the church. The word, quote-unquote, church is translated in the Greek from the Greek word ekklesia, okay, which is defined as an assembly or called out ones. Right? The root meaning of the church is not that of a building, but of people. People are the church that make up the body of Christ. It is ironic that when you ask people what church they attend, they usually identify as with a building, but that's not truly correct. Romans chapter 16 verse 5 says this, Greet the church that is in their house. Paul's referring to the church in their house, not a church building, but a body of believers in their house, the bodies of believers. The church is the body of Christ, of which he is the head. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 22 through 23 says this, and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything of the church, which is his body and full, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. The body of Christ is made up of all believers in Jesus Christ from the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 until Christ's return right? Biblically, we may regard the church in two ways, as the universal church or a local congregation or a local church, right? The universal church consists of everyone everywhere who has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Paul tells us that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. This verse says that anyone who believes is part of the body of Christ and has received the spirit of Christ as evidence. All those who have received salvation through faith in Jesus Christ comprise the universal church. The local church is described in Galatians chapter 1 verses 1 through 2 when it says, Paul, an apostle, and all the brothers with me to the churches in Galatia. Here we see that in the province of Galatia there were many churches. They had a localized ministry and were scattered throughout the province. They were local churches. 
whether a Baptist church, a Lutheran church, an E-free church, etc., is not the church as in the universal church. Rather, it is a local church or a local body of believers. The universal church is comprised of everyone who belongs to Christ. Members of the universal church should seek fellowship and edification within a local church. So to sum this all up, the church is not a building or even a denomination. According to the Bible, the church is the body of Christ. All those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ for salvation. This is confirmed in John chapter 3 verse 16. We all know that verse. And Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13. The local churches are gatherings of people who claim the name of Christ. Members of local churches may or may not be members of the universal church, depending on the genuineness of their faith, right? The local church is where believers can fully apply the quote-unquote body principle, body of Christ, right? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, encouraging tells us encouraging, teaching, and building one another up in the knowledge of grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? So if you would like that, uh, if you would like to contact the ministry on any one of these topics that we've discussed over these last few weeks, or also if you would like to if you've surrendered to Christ and you've given your life to Christ, I want you to contact the ministry. I want you to contact me and let me know that you've given your life to Christ. You've repented of your sins and you've given your life to Christ. So, if you have any questions about this or any other doctrine, I want you to contact me. So next week, we're going to look at the end times, eschatology. What is the whole idea of Christ's return and the doctrines surrounding this belief? Once again, if you have any questions about any of these doctrines or any biblical question for that matter, I want you to email the ministry at triplepministriesjc.com at gmail.com. That email again is triplepministriesjc at gmail.com. And once you have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter, uh, links links are there and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C my YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day